0: Our thanks to SureTest and CTG for helping us to end childhood cancer. Welcome to This Week Health Conference. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels and events dedicated to leveraging the power of community to propel healthcare forward. Today, we have an interview in action from the fall conferences on the West Coast. Here we go. We are from Health 2023 and we are on the floor, we are joined by Frank Harvey, CEO for ShoreScripts. Looking forward to the conversation, ShoreScripts probably collects more information than most outside of like the EHR, you collect a ton of data over the year.
1: Yeah, well, let's say, 22 billion transactions last year, we're collecting all that data connected to all of the EHRs, all of the pharmacies, all the health systems. So again, a lot of data collected with a lot of insights. Insights that are showing us unfortunately some troubling trends, clinician burnout that we know. A lot of the studies that we've done looking at our data and, and talking to the physicians have said they're burnout. The administrative tasks that are being asked of physicians are just tremendous. And we can play a role with our clinical direct messaging, record exchange, or just overall how we helping refine the, the overall prescribing process and moving a clinical data process helping clinicians. It's interesting
0: you talk about that. I mean, are there solutions to this? Is the data revealing any insights that says, hey, if we did this a little different, if we look at this or approach this differently, we would reduce the physician burn- burnout, which is one of the issues, but just the amount of wasted time, essentially.
1: Physicians are spending far too much time working on administrative tasks rather than focusing on the patient. So I think the critical thing is, across all of our solutions are really focused on taking out this administrative part of the burden, making sure authorizations go through smoother and quicker. Uh, make sure where it's not needed we can pull automatically pull the data into the record so that it doesn't even have to go into a authorization standard make sure that there's clinical direct messaging between pharmacists and physicians to uh, rather than having to do faxes or calls you can move this data electronically it's really helping the burnout of the workflow. when you take this data to your clients the, the provider. clients. Right. What kind of response do you get, and, and how do you work with them to, to implement some yeah, solutions? The provider clients are telling us that they really are burnout. I mean, 25% of our latest survey showed, in the next three years, 25% of family practice physicians, OBs, and peds said, listen, we're, we're ready to retire. We're burnout. We, we're not sure we can do it anymore. We want to get back to working with the patient, not working with the administrative part. Well, that's going to that's gonna scare people. That I don't think we, we don't have that many coming in, do we? Well, we don't, and, and there's a big gap. And in order, so we have to look at what is the care team and how do we have an evolution of the care team. Collaborative care agreements, letting pharmacists play at that lower level of, of primary care, helping the physician. Patients are in the, the pharmacy an average of 13 trials a year, they have a chronic condition. So let's look for the opportunities to expand the care team. Have pharmacists as a part of that collaborative care with physicians. We're leaving some of that burden. We're leaving some of that lower-level sort of monitoring of diabetes medications and how we work with chronic disease and the things process. We're in our
0: pharmacy a lot more than that because right. our pharmacy is obviously one of that big box retailer, right. and that's the grocery store as right. well. Right. From an access standpoint, that's I mean, and obviously all those all those big boxes right. are starting to get into primary care right. and whatnot. How does that mesh? They're getting into primary care,
1: but they also, what you're saying is, hey, the pharmacist could take on some of that. Well, I think more and more of that role, even in the locations they're setting up within their, their stores, the, the pharmacists are going to be providing more and more of that, that first level of primary care service, whether it's immunizations, tests to treat, the things that we've shown during the pandemic that pharmacists were well equipped to do, well within the scope of their training, it's so valuable to saving time for physician's office the pharmacist take me on this other additional role.
0: I'm curious how SureScripts and, and you are looking at AI. AI is, uh, I keep telling people, it's right. like a, it's the cloud over this right. entire room. Uh, how is AI going to help us gain more insights or help us to, to, to function right.
1: at a higher level? I, I think a couple of important things. First of all, We've been using machine learning or sort right. of the basis for a lot of years within our solution to help us direct information, to help get the right information to the physician or the pharmacist. But if you look at evidence based protocols and things that can be utilized, that the AI can be utilized to really define the treatment or, or direct the right treatment to the physician, and then how it can be utilized to take some, of uh, again, additional administrative burden out by making sure the right information is available at the right time patient's record clinical record maybe 300 pages physician doesn't have time to read through that so AI can help boil that down to sort of a summary of what's needed for that particular patient visit now you've got to proceed cautiously you've got to make sure that the data is secure and you're doing everything you need to protect that so we're proceeding cautiously down that path but it's certainly a, a part of our future will be integrating as well
0: we'll get back to our show in just a minute. Having a child with cancer is one of the most painful and difficult situations a family can face. In 2023, to celebrate five years of This Week Health, we have partnered with Alex's Lemonade Stand all year long with a goal of raising $50,000 from our community. We've already achieved that goal and we've exceeded that goal by $5,000. So we're up over $55,000 for the year. We wanna blow through that number. We ask you to join us. Hit our website in the top right-hand column. You're gonna see a logo for the lemonade stand. Go ahead and click on that to give today. We believe in the generosity of our community and we thank you in advance. Now, back to our show. Is there anything that's holding us back or, or slowing us down? Is there, is there policy?
1: Is there culture? Is there, what's slowing us down? No, I think what's slowing us down right now is wisdom. You don't want to rush into this. There's still too much unknown around the heavy, heavy AI. We're seeing hallucinations, if you will, right. what comes out of AI. When you're dealing with a patient's health record or a patient's health, you can have a hallucination. Yeah, especially in the area. That you, you, you so we've got to be know. we've got to be careful, we've got to be deliberate and utilize it where it makes sense to utilize, where that can be checks, where there are human checks in the process as well.
0: So I want to rephrase the question around the physician burnout, the, the challenges right. that they're facing. Sure. Is there something culturally at work? Is there something from a policy standpoint we could change? Obviously you talked about right. that allowing the pharmacists
1: to, to take right. on more of the tasks. Is there anything else in that area? Well, there, there are two things that are occurring. First of all is the population ages. Right now we have 58 million people, 65, and over. By 2030, it will be 70 million people. Once you hit 65, you have an 80% likelihood of having one chronic condition, 60% likelihood of having two chronic conditions. So just the needs among patients are increasing. And then the number of physicians that are aging into that age group as well to retire is more. So we don't have enough physicians graduating from medical school. That's one thing we can do. We get more nurses going to applying to programs, more people becoming physicians, more pharmacists. We need more of these as our, our population is aging. So systemically, that's one thing that can be done to help with physician burnout, to help eliminate some of that physician burnout. The other thing is just be innovative about how the care team evolves how we utilize each member, whether it's the PA or the NP, the pharmacist or the physician, and set up those collaborative care agreements to allow each to practice uh, among the most important things that they can do within that overall healthcare team. If I brought you
0: into, uh, I'll close with this question, I know your type of site. If I brought you into an executive room or a board room today at a health system, 16 hospital system, you're in that room and you're having a conversation, what would you be telling them in terms of utilizing tools that they
1: have right in order to address the problems that they're facing. Well, I would say that they have to work closely with their EHR to make sure that as much of the administrative burden is being pulled out of that, particularly when the finish the is in front of that itself free and in front of the patient. You don't want them to spend more time focused on the software than on the patient. So I would say work hand in hand. Don't just assume that your electronic medical record is as good as it can get work hand in hand with that provider to make sure that it's streamlined and efficient for your physicians to be able to utilize the technology.
0: And that would be a bad assumption to make for, for many. Absolutely. Absolutely. Frank, thank you for your time. Thanks so much. It's good to see you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Another great interview. I want to thank everybody who spent time with us at the conference. I love hearing from people on the front lines. It is phenomenal that you shared your wisdom and experience with the community and we greatly appreciate it. We also want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. They are CDW, Rubrik, Sectra, and Trellix. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.